Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Welcome back to Unwinding. How are we doing? How are we feeling? Tell me everything. I'm going to set the mood real quick, okay? Because we're going to jump into this episode. Keep the intro short and sweet, okay? So it's Wednesday, March 29th. How is March almost over? How? I don't know. 3.30 p.m. You know what? I'm going to take you for a little... Um, I'm going to throw you for a loop. What? It, wait, what is the expression? Throw you for... I don't fucking know. I'm going to change it up, okay? I'm drinking... A, I'm drinking a ginger ale, a zero sugar, so like it's a diet ginger ale. And listen, before you come for me, okay, I actually prefer the taste. I was just having this conversation with a friend and I was like, you could give me the Coke. Like, that sounds wrong. Um, you could give me the Coca-Cola, okay? And I would still ask you for the diet Coke. I don't like the way it tastes. Like, I don't like the way it tastes. Maybe my taste buds have gotten used to all the chemicals you know what I mean? Maybe it's just me and my love for aspartame. I don't know, maybe, but I actually prefer the taste, which is weird. Same with Sprite. You know I like Sprite Zero. I'll take a Sprite Zero over a regular Sprite any day of the fucking week. Anyway, I'm having a little diet ginger ale, and I just thought I would share because, you know, I'm just, I'm excited about it. I'm really happy about it. So it's Wednesday afternoon. I got back from Costa Rica on Monday night, and that's really all I have to tell you about the mood today. It's a beautiful day. I'm having a beautiful day. I recorded an episode this morning with Melissa, who I fucking love. And it's our third time recording together. That episode will be up in a few weeks. I just, oh my God, I just love her. It's like, it's like sometimes I record episodes that literally feel like I'm FaceTiming. You know what I mean? Like, I just feel like I'm on FaceTime. Same with this episode with Garo. Like, it's the same vibe. And those are my fucking favorite episodes. So anyway, speaking of Costa Rica, I just really quickly want to say thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. Thank you so much for every single one of you who sent me a DM after my solo episode last week. Like, it blows my mind, genuinely. It blows my mind how, like, some of you just took time out of your day to write me, like, a little paragraph I can't even explain what it means. Like, I, I, I literally screenshotted every single one. I was sending them all to my mom as well. And she was like, oh, my God. And I don't know why I'm surprised because you guys are the fucking best. But it just, I don't know, it means so much. And it means so much, especially when, like, you're going through shit. You know, it means so much to feel supported and to feel not alone in moments when I usually feel really fucking alone. Because I think sometimes certain things we go through in life you know, I feel like it's hard when a lot of people can, can't relate or can't identify, right? When like a lot of people in my life haven't been through certain situations, it's a really isolating feeling and that's nobody's fault, right? It's just tough. And so I can't even explain to you like what those messages mean. So I just wanted to say thank you. I, of course, rep reply to every single one of you because I love to talk to you, obviously, but I just wanted to say thank you again because 
it really means so much and i was gonna keep this intro short and i'm already fucking blabbing so i'm back in miami and i'm going home next weekend i'll be going back home next weekend um but you know what we will we will cross that bridge when we get there we will catch up just us later okay today we're gonna talk to my beautiful friend caro this is caro's second time on the podcast i always feel weird when i say things like that like when i'm like saying like i'm in a i'm fully speaking english and then like i'm just i bust out in spanish or i'm like caro you know what i mean like it sounds so weird but like what else am i supposed to say i'm not gonna be like today we're talking to my friend caro i can't do that i cannot but it feels strange okay so if it feels weird to you it feels weird to me don't worry so this is her second time on the podcast our first episode was so amazing i will link it below for anybody who hasn't heard it it we recorded last year so it's you know nice and fresh but there's been so many changes since that episode and we get into all of that so this episode is for anybody navigating change of any sort okay anyone entering their 30s or in close proximity to their 30s anyone who is wanting to show up confidently or more confidently and intentionally anybody who needs to give themselves more grace Garo is just so full of compassion not only for herself but also for just anyone she comes across and so you can really feel that in the episode you know it really i don't know every time i talk to her it inspires me to be more gentle with myself and to be nicer to myself and i love that you guys know i'm all about that so we go all over in this episode and as always i just hope there's something in here that you needed today and yeah I love her. I adore her vulnerability, like not only in this conversation, but online. If you guys don't follow her on TikTok, I highly recommend you do. Her content is just, it's just guaranteed to make you smile. And like, who doesn't, who doesn't want that, you know? So I hope you enjoy. Let me know what hit, okay? Take what you need, leave the rest. You know the drill. And I'll see you next week. Hi actually sometimes feel like my moral hangovers are worse than my physical ones i think so too it's just they get they get into like a specific place where it makes your actual hangover just get worse and sometimes it's like i don't know if anybody will be able to relate to this but sometimes it's even like i'll even be like morally hungover i'm using air quotes because of like yeah. if i drink too much if i ate different things that i don't normally eat if i maybe you know, fooled around with a man, like whatever it is, all these things that I'm like fully allowed to do as a 30 year old single independent <laughs> woman. And it's like, what? Why am I? I'm already physically hungover. Why do I need to add this other layer of like guilt and shame? That's what it is. That's what it is. I think those are like physical evidence right there of like the impact of what society puts in our heads, you know? Because in a yeah. way, we're so like, you know, like, I rationally understand so many of the things that society implements in women. But yeah. then, then you get to actually feel it and you're like, oh, yeah, it's in me too. Like, I was made thinking these things. So at the end of the day, I will feel that, like, moral hangover for no reason. Like, if you I have rationally to, like, I have understand to talk to it, myself. Then, yeah. yeah, no, me too. No, yesterday I was like, it's fine. Everything is fine. Don't worry. It's going to be okay. Like... But it's like, and it sucks because in the moment, I, I almost feel like it's a dis, I'm like disrespecting myself by ruining the whole next day, feeling bad about what I did the day before, because it's like, 
the day before, I knew exactly what I was doing. I knew exactly what I was doing. And, and you were having fun. You took decisions, like conscious decisions and like, Exactly. What, what, where is where is the wrongdoing? Like, where is it really? Exactly. I made a choice. Like, I made choices, and they're not choices that I make on a daily basis. Like, if I did, maybe that would be a different yeah. issue. But it's 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 like stepping away from routine makes me anxious and nervous. Even yeah. though I know it, like, fills up my cup so much in a different way. It makes me like excited. It, it, like makes me excited about life. Like it just, I feel like life is meant to be enjoyed and I enjoy my routine so much. I enjoy my weekdays so much, but sometimes you have to have a wild weekend. I'm just saying sometimes, and that's going to look different for everybody, right? I think wild weekend can mean so many things because it, I do think, yeah. you know, I, I do think routine is very important and I'm reading a book called 101 essays that would change the way that you think something like that. Oh, I love that book. There's one that so I just read about routine and how like routine calms your brain and calms your anxiety because it knows yeah. what to expect, you know, like then the next thing, then the next thing. Right. But as everything, like if you do that for so long, then you get really comfortable and you start like not creating memories and not like a lot of things start happening because you're just doing the same. And so I do think those like adventures or those like out of routine Moments are so important for everybody to like just break that cycle, make new memories, remind yourself of a bunch of things and then kind of like get back on track. I don't even want to use that. Just like get back to what what makes your brain feel com like makes your brain feel comfortable. It's like we live on autopilot sometimes, which I think sometimes is like great because it's also Majority like a survival a survival thing I think we we lean towards it this is me to me reminding myself like I don't have to feel bad about having fun like that's it all I want to do in life is have fun and then sometimes when I have too much fun nor I feel drinking, bad about it nor yeah how does that make sense no it doesn't it doesn't at all it just doesn't <laughs> but yeah do remind yourself and you know what sometimes like journaling helps yeah you, like put it down and you're like oh this doesn't make sense like rationally this doesn't make any sense when you just like write down or like see it in another perspective or even like like when you talk to a friend that is going through like a similar situation and you start like not judging them or not seeing it that way and you're like oh why do I do this to myself and not to other people I think also I'm navigating like a new I don't want to say a new season of my life but I'm I'm dating different people yeah and I'm single so like I yeah. have every right to do it. I would never disrespect somebody by, you know, doing something that we've both agreed we weren't going to do. You know what I'm saying? But mm -hmm. I'm not there with any of the men that I'm speaking to. So that, but it's also weird for me because like, I don't know, it's weird. I, I, I almost feel like I'm doing something wrong, but I'm not. And I'm just trying to like enjoy myself and have fun and go with the flow. But I don't, as a, as an anxious bitch, I don't know what the flow is. So... Uh, I think that also like, makes me feel no idea. Like new things make me feel uncomfortable sometimes, you know? I think that's, that's everything. I think you just said it. New things make you uncomfortable. It's not your routine. It's not that that's the point of it all that makes you uncomfortable. But then I also think about it and like on the flip side and I'm like, this is a double standard because if a man was out here dating a bunch of women and like being honest about it or doing whatever, that's just normal. We just expect that of guys in a way. I'm, I'm, <laughs> largely generalizing here no no but and, it you are correct there is that like social norm where like guys and, and we hear it everywhere in movies and stuff you know like guys with girls oh 
what a man, how cool, you got this. And it's then, normal, you know, the right? other the other side, yeah, lost your but worth. If, but if or a woman like, is doing it, yeah. yeah. But but I feel like if a woman is doing it, it, it's, I feel like the conversation is changing about this, but I do think there is more judgment. And I do think, I find. I think it's still like that. Yeah. And I find myself having to explain myself yeah. a little bit, like not, not with these men, but it's really interesting. I find myself having to explain myself more to like the women in my life where like, I'll talk about a man and they're like, wait, but what happened to, you know, this other one? And I'm like, he's still there. Mm -hmm. Like nothing Mm -hmm. happened. Like I'm just, I'm single. Like, I don't know what to say. And it's not like I'm like seeking things out, but if things happen, I'm just like trying to be open. Anyway, this isn't about me. Okay. This is not about me. We're going to talk about you. <laughs> no, but I loved it. And, and, and it has everything to do because it's like you just said, like, it's a new chapter. It's a new way. It's a bunch of new things. So yeah, I think it ties in pretty well. So our first episode, which was amazing, which was like two years ago, right? I want to say like two years ago. I think like, I want to say a, a, a year, I think one year ago, a year. Yeah. That episode was incredible. So I'm going to leave that in the show notes for anybody who hasn't heard it because we really go yeah. into like just how we grew up and our relationship with ourselves and our bodies and food and, and just it's it's it was such an incredible episode. And I think we do a great job of sharing both of our how we grew up, basically, like our, our yeah. background. And yeah. so for this one, I asked you, I was like, what's on your mind? What should we yeah. talk about? And you said you said change. So yeah, I guess to kick us off, because this is, I'm so excited about this because I didn't plan this episode. Normally I like plan out episodes, but with you, I was like, I don't yeah. want to plan it. I just want to see where we go with it. But I guess. I also think like last time we planned it and it just went. It went it all over the place. And so. <laughs> no, it, it went where it had to go. So and I know thing. that's going to happen today too. Yeah. So yeah, I guess my first question is what changes have been happening that you have been mm-hmm. navigating or how have you been feeling about them? Yeah. So, okay. So I said change cause it's just like forefront every day. It's been a while where it's so much change that I feel uncomfortable every single day. Like I am wow. in full discomfort and like fully, like I feel like make it almost like if I was like make it in the middle of it's it's been a lot and it's been very raw um so yeah I I was just like I've gone so far like there's just so much change and I've gone so far that I I immediately I I said like change because I do want to like share things that have helped me I already did like the book that I just mentioned and like just yeah ways to navigate navigate change because what's in my mind and where I'm at in, in this point of life is the only thing <laughs> that is like set in stone is that we're going to keep experiencing change. The rest, yeah. I don't, I can plan for ages and I don't know where it's going. So, mm-hmm. so what changes specifically? Like I turned 30 last year. How old are you? I just turned 32 yeah yeah oh, cool congratulations you too welcome um, to the third so, floor <laughs> yeah I know I, I get those a lot and everybody gets really excited on, around 30 and to be honest that wasn't my initial reaction like growing old freaks me out like growing yeah. up yeah um it's just it it freaks me out but I got here and there was a big shift 
in almost everything. Like it was just the moment where I was like, I'm in the third floor. I need to be adulting somewhat correctly or somewhat that is going to benefit me for future me. Like I can't just yeah. keep making these day-to-day choices or these short-term um, like rewards or okay. like just, you know, all of these like bad choices that I've, that in the back of my head, I was always like, I know what's good for me. I'll, I'll take, like, I'll take care of it when I get there. And I, I know this is good for me, but right now I'm too busy. And like, I, I, I always knew them, but they were like just here in the back, you know? And yeah. And I got here and I was like, okay, they're ready to come forward, like address them, look at them, and you know, just take accountability. Close certain chapters of your life. Stop blaming people. Just grab the things that you need to grab. Um, so yeah, mostly that. Just like turning 30 and changes there. Also, there was a huge change in my body. So that was also part of, of like that navigating, navigating change. Because um, yeah, it is, I feel very different. <laughs> um, and, but in a good way, different in a good way, like what... What has that looked like? So, yeah, a bunch of things. I actually just had a um, therapy session that, like, blew my mind. And I love that. I'm really excited that I just had it so that, yeah, <laughs> so that I can share it here because it, it actually blew my mind. So, you know, my entire life, I've been somewhat of a big girl or a chubby girl. It became such a big part of my identity, like a lot of the things that I did was around that. And I even created a social media around that. And I felt, and what, what my, this is what my therapist told me, you know, like I grabbed this when I was young, this like hurtful thing or this thing that was setting me aside. And I made it like part of me to be like, here you go, let me show you. And like, let me own this and let me show you how I can do this differently and how I can make you think differently. And so like, I, yeah, it, <laughs> like yeah. it was just like, I, I'm, I was the owner of this. I was the owner of being the chubby girl that is different from when you think of a chubby girl and I can show you, I can dress different and I can show you, I can look this way and I can show you, I can, and it became everything. Um, and last year there was a traumatic event that happened in my life, not there yet to like go into details, but something really big happened in like a year ago, exactly. Um, and, and I spiraled with mental health, like really spiraled the worst I've ever really been. And so... It was an issue, like my anxiety and my digestive system are one. Like if I'm bad here, then my digestive system takes takes the hit. Um, and so for a couple of months when like, this event was going on, I couldn't eat. Like I remember being like, I have to shove this apple. What Like a, a day I was eating like an apple that, you know, like it was just so low. And so dark um, that, you know, everything that came in came right out or just like I lost my appetite 
thousand percent. And so I had like a big drop of weight right there. And then as I started getting better and going to a bunch of therapy, um, doing all of the things that I told you, like, you know, looking at those fears in the face and addressing them, going one thing at a time, one step at a time, um, fixing relationships, rebuilding myself. Like little by little, I started, um, yeah, just bu- building my myself up by taking care of myself. And that meant like exercise daily, which is one of those things that was in the back of my head that I was like, I know exercise helps my mental health. It helps my stability. But I always was like, I'm too busy with work. I can't do it today. I can't do it today. I can't do this. But I brought it in the forefront. And I was like, this is priority. Like, I'm canceling meetings if I need to, but I need to like go to the gym. I need to sweat. I need to walk. I need to have the like the sun in my face. Like I, I, I started doing all those things and also cutting out like the foods that were causing me anxiety because that is also like the day that I eat like really bad and I just let myself, um, you know, um, I don't know, eat McDonald's in the morning and then in the afternoon and then ice cream and then chocolate and then I drink three coffees and then, you know, because I, I was honestly doing that. Like, I, I was honestly doing that. The next day, I, I take a hit in my anxiety. So I wake up sweating I am shaking and I feel like weak through the next day. So I started picking up on those patterns and changed also the way that I that I ate so after, you know, I took the hit of like the anxiety and not being able to eat, the, the, to eat. then after that, I changed my lifestyle. So I also like dropped a bunch of weight. So I'm for the first time in my life skinny. I, I don't even know, like I, that doesn't even, I, I, I immediately got emotional. Like I don't relate to this, you know, so it's been a fight and everybody's like, you look so beautiful. And I'm like, oh, holy shit. Like this is out of my hands. And I don't, I don't even know how to dress anymore. I don't know how to address myself. I became incredibly insecure. It also came from like this big traumatic event, like insecurities and double thinking myself. But, but this hit and not knowing myself and not, and losing half of my identity also was like a moment. And I still, I'm still there. Like, I still don't even know very well how to even take, like, I, I don't know this image very well yet. Um, but yeah, so that was like one of the biggest things that I'm navigating. And um, yeah, and it's it's a funky one in, in, in so many ways. <laughs> Well, thank you for sharing that because I know that must have not been easy, first of all, to go through, but second of all, to just even reflect on and talk about. But there's so many things in my brain right now that I want to say, but I think, isn't it it crazy (laughs) how we, and I think this is a societal thing as well, people love to put people in boxes, like even just, even the label, like just the label, like that you're like, that you're saying you don't know, you don't even know how to describe yourself or how to, where to position yourself. And it's like, I hate that you even feel the need to have to do that because I don't even know how I would describe myself. And I also hate when people give me a label. Do you know what I mean? Like some guys, I don't know, maybe like a guy will be like, oh, like you're so like whatever word. And I'm just like, yeah, 
I'm not claiming that because I don't, I'm, I also have a different brain because Uh of what I've been through. So like those things are, I'm more sensitive to those things, but I think in general, it's like, no, but I, I, yeah, I hate that you even feel the need to be like, what am I now? What am I considered now? Totally. Absolutely. It, it would, it was, first of all, I made weight part of my identity, so yeah. much part of my identity, you yeah. know? So like starting there, like I look back at my heart, it's like everything has been about weight for so long that you identified yourself by mm-hmm. a weight. And now I have a hole to feel because of weight. Like that doesn't, me like my brain is still the same I, I still talk to people the same I'm the same exact same person like nothing has changed I but know. suddenly I'm like who am I nothing has changed but everything has changed because yeah the the moment we go through situations whether hard or or great we're different they make us different they make us yeah. stronger they make us more empathetic they make us more sensitive they make us more aware they make us x y and z right so you're you're a different person like I am not the same person I was five minutes ago. I always say that. It's true. So I think the whole identities thing is also so interesting and I can relate so much to it because I, and I think we talked about this a little bit before, but I, my identity that I was so attached to and that I still quite frankly sometimes miss is the one where I was just so good at working out. And what I mean by that is I was so disciplined, but I was overdoing it. But in that moment, I thought I was doing a a great thing. I thought it was normal that I was working out two times, sometimes three in a day. I thought it was normal that my priority was that every single day, instead of some days being like, no, actually I'm tired, I'm gonna rest. Or you know what? Actually, I want to see my friends. So I'm not going to go to this workout class or whatever it is, right? No, actually, I want to go on a trip. I wouldn't go on trips because I was like, there's no hotel gym, can't go. Like shit like that where I'm like, it was a bad identity, right? I took it I took it too far. But when I, you know, when things got awful and then I, like, like you're speaking, I had to rebuild and heal so many things about my life. I was like, oh my God, I have all this space. I have all this space in my life, which could look like time. I had more time, you know, I needed a break from all those workout classes. I needed a break from all those workouts. So I was like, wow, like I have this space to fill now. And that's fucking terrifying when you're so used to filling it a certain way. And sometimes I like miss, sometimes I miss that. Like sometimes I miss how rigid I was. Sometimes I miss how disciplined I was. And just like, how good I was at, you know, I I was going to all these different workout classes every single day. Obviously I got really good. I was really strong. I was, I was like, I was great at at it. And as a Capricorn, I loved that. And it also like (laughs) fed my ego. You know what I mean? Like I felt so good about it. I hear you. Yeah. And I miss that. There's moments where I miss that, but I also have to sit back and remind myself, like I was not living, like I truly wasn't living a life that at, at least I know that I want. That wasn't, there was no space for anything else in my life rather than that. Like to me, that's not a life. Right. So when I have these moments where I'm like, wow, yeah. I miss that. I'm empathetic with myself. Cause I'm like, I understand why you miss it but also you you know that's not what you want, right? So obviously that's different to what you're saying, but I think you should look at it 
No. And like, I love it. It's like, it's almost like exciting. Like you have all this space now where maybe before it was occupied by a different thought or a different whatever it is. And now it's like, that's not that it's gone. It's just not there right now. I don't like absolute statements. They make me nervous. It's just not there right now. Yeah. And it's like, that's kind of amazing. Like you have all this space to fill and, and you you don't have to fill it all at once. Like you don't, you know, and, and you don't have to find a label, a new label for yourself. You don't have to do that. I love that. Thank you so much for just that reminder. And like also walking me through what you went through. Cause it's just like this, this idea that I've been living. So what I, where I was talking about, like turning 30 and changing maybe like the lens on what you see things. It's a little bit of what you are talking about of, you know, I can feel nostalgic about a certain version of me here and there, but it's like the idea that even if I get that back right now, it's not going to be the same. If I get it right now, it won't be the same. It's not like I'm never getting that version, that moment back. And so I've been living life in this way of like, you know, sometimes we get into like little routines that you're enjoying. Like I go to this coffee shop in the morning and then I walk my dog in this park and I'm like enjoying that like little routine so much with the idea always of like, this is going to change soon. And I'm going to like reminisce on those like beautiful routine that I get and then I'm going to get another one beautiful one that I enjoy at that moment more but it just has made me like live in the present moment a little bit more of like the this routine right now that I'm having is amazing I'm consciously and like mindfully going to the coffee shop and being like I love this coffee um you know like just being more more in the present because if not then I get stuck in the past or I get stuck in where I'm I'm going, you know, uh, and and that thing is like a game, like a never-ending game that can get you stuck in a loop. So yeah, that like that of living in the present moment has really worked for me this year, navigating change and thinking of life into like little pockets and little like chapters and little things that you know you turn the pages and you can reread them and see them, but like you won't get them back. And there's a similar chapter coming, coming, but it's just you know it's different different yeah I said this in an episode a little bit ago but I realized being present is my superpower because especially if you're anxious like I am the most myself I am the most calm I am the most joyful when I am present because if I'm not present I'm either being nostalgic and trying to live in the past or trying to think of a past version of whatever situation or myself, or I'm worried about the future Mm -hmm. and I'm worried about what's going to happen, or I'm trying to control an outcome that I have literally no control over. So I think the present thing is so real. It's also so hard, hard. but I think also, yeah, something I've realized and I learned very young going through like hard things was I can make plans but god will laugh because he has another plan like i can't i can't plan i really can't i can't make plans like i have loose plans but i've also seen my life change in so many directions that i never thought it would 
And so many things happened to me that I never thought would ever happen to me. So I'm like, change is inevitable. It's like, it's, it, it's like you said, the only constant yeah. we have is change. I want to talk about turning 30. But before I do, I want to ask you, as somebody who shares so much of themselves online, how have people, not that this matters, no, no, no. I more so yeah. care about how it made you feel, but have people reacted to your body changing? Have people said things What's been, were you nervous to start posting? Cause you do like, you do so many, you share yeah. your body like you do. And so I can't imagine like what that has yeah. been like, like walking yeah. through that. Um, that has been rough. It's been navigating social media and being so exposed in time of change and pain was rough. I do have to say while I was going through this traumatic event, I was regularly posting and it was my lifeline, Lisa. Like it was, but I wasn't pe letting people in. I was just like, this is what we're doing today and fully destroyed in the inside. But it did keep me doing something, something that I love. And it's especially, it made me wake up and get dressed, which again, it can be the most superficial, stupid thought and super, whatever you want to think. But for me, and in my life, fashion is such a big thing. And it makes me feel so good. Not stupid at all. Thank you. And it makes me feel so good that just waking up and getting dressed and to like that like excitement of trying things and making the video and seeing how people react and asking where things are from maybe made it my lifeline. I'm so thankful for all my followers. I love them eternally so much um but I wasn't letting them in like I'm, I wasn't like hey I'm going through this and I'm destroyed um I still can't like I because I am still in healing in healing mode but I was I, I kept it like regularly posting regularly I never made it like a big statement and and this year and, and I'm still wearing like my big clothes and even like hiding that I was losing weight in a, in a way or, or another, not consciously and not to like fool people, but even for me, like I, I, I didn't have new clothes. I was wearing obviously my, my old clothes and, and, you know, baggy stuff. I always like big things and comfortable things, but um, I made it to a point where I was, yeah, you know, hiding my body. So there was a moment where I, I was losing weight and I got a comment here and there of like, are you losing weight? Are you okay? But not, but not so big. And then, you know, this at the start of this year, I kind of did that moment of like, I'm dressing in a way to hide myself and not in this way that makes me happy. Um, so I definitely, you know, I was like, this is it. My body has changed. And I've always shown you like the before and after of like how my body changes like I always do those little videos of this is me a year ago this is me this is how my body changed um and but this one was different because I wasn't going up in in weight I was going down and the backlash was intense it was really intense um I lost a bunch of followers um I got tagged in like videos of people talking about me and you know, like she really fooled us, like just a bunch of things, and um, but fooled us. How? What's what? What? They were upset. I, I understand. I know exactly. Like I, I, I have seen. Sorry to interrupt you. It just like makes my blood boil. No, but no, no. Go. I have seen. 
as somebody who consumes a lot of social media and as somebody who becomes invested in the people that I follow, because I do, I have seen how audiences react to someone they follow who they become invested in. I have seen how they react to seeing them experience a change, whether it's a breakup, moving, a body change, a surgery, you know, I've seen how people react. So I under like people get so invested and they think they have a say and people also don't like change. It's not just us who don't like change. Yeah. Humans don't like change. We're not comfortable with change. We like, we go to certain people. If you think about it on online, we go to certain people because we know what we're going to expect from them. You start to know, okay, she, I love her fashion tips. I love her self-love yeah. reminders. I love her family, whatever the fuck it is, right? We go to different yeah, yeah, people because yeah, yeah. we know what they're going to give us. So when they were going to you and they were seeing something different, I'm sure for a lot of people, they were like, whoa, this is like alarming, right? Whereas, unfortunately, I wish they would have just died. Like, you can, you can, you can have an opinion in your, in your head, but just as they have probably changed in some way, shape, or form, we're also allowed to change, but it's the fact that you get an inside look into my life where you think you have some sort of ownership of me in a way. It's so weird. It's so weird because it's like, I love how much people care, but there's a fucking line. I honestly, obviously, it's so hard not to take it personal, obviously. And um, the past few months have been few months of like intense boundaries with social media of like timer, Lisa. Yeah. I have a timer Good. and I like post a yeah. video. I um, reply to like the first, you know, 30 minutes, an hour of comments. And then it's out. You're in, I'm not seeing anything else. I'm not checking any other comments. I'm not checking the videos that I'm tagged in. Like uh, when you have a nasty comment about me, I'm blocking you. And so that I don't have to see it, you know, not that you don't have to like see myself. It's just like, I don't, I cannot handle it. I, you're, yeah, it's great. been amazing. I think I think that's it, great. Like it's definitely uh, my relationship with social media has changed since I turned thir- turned thirty two for sure. Um, that's another big change. Of I don't take everybody's bullshit all the time, which I was so scared. It was like there's such a culture of fear, the cancel culture, and you're like I don't want to offend anyone, and I, I and the, of course, <laughs> like. Of course, if I make a mistake, I am going to take accountability of that mistake. I'm going to inform myself. I'm going to change and grow. But you have no idea for how many times I've gotten into like trouble or that somebody gets mad because I do this or I do that. And I was supposed to know better. And I was supposed to know this. And you can't wear this in this day. And you can't do this on this day. And things that I'm like, yes, I live in the U.S., but I don't know everything. And like I. I don't, I'm not, I cannot. And and instead of ever like standing up for myself or being like, I'm sorry, I'm from Costa Rica or or like giving some sort of explanation I, I, that I used to do. Like I used to be like, I taken down the video, full apology, um, DM with people saying that I was really sorry, reading articles, um, in, in, then uh, putting videos out there of like, I made this mistake and, and this is la la la, like just, so afraid of things you know if I actually did offend someone and I actually did a mistake then I will do that but not for every single 
thing and decision I, I make in life. And it got to a point where I was like, what do I even like? Or am I doing this because I know people are going to backlash me? I didn't have opinions about anything. I didn't post anything political. I didn't post anything about anything because I wanted to be liked by everyone. And now I'm here in my 30s and I get backlash because I lost weight because of traumatic events. And I'm like, this is this is the end. This is this is where I put a stop. I'm I put out videos of like you don't like it, unfollow me. I understand you have my blessing Please. of like unfollowing me because I cannot do this anymore. I cannot appeal to everyone anymore. Do you want me to like gain weight and be terrible with my anxiety? Like what is it that you want from me because I cannot give it to you? I think this is also we can see a blessing in disguise here because when you try to talk to everybody, you're not talking to anybody. Like when you try to make yeah. everybody like you, it's not going to work because you don't like everybody. So expecting everybody to like yeah. you is ridiculous. I, I, it's I ridiculous. My, my dream in life is for everybody to love me, but like, that's just not going to happen, you know? But no, of course mine too. I'm like, just the thought of somebody hating I me. I know. I hate it. I hate I, it. I hate it. I gotta stand it. Like, but I have to own it. Yeah. I have to own it. But I'm, I'm so happy and proud of you for giving yourself permission to be like, actually, I'm not going to fucking take this. I'm also not yeah. going to apologize. Yeah. And the fact that you've put me on some pedestal expecting me to know every fucking thing about something is not my problem. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, there's the other side of like, you put videos out there, you make yourself public figure, you, you have put your body out there. Totally. I'll take that accountability. Like I'll take the like the piece that is mine to take, and I've and I've said my piece, and I've apologized for the things that I need to apologize. But otherwise, I'm like I'm just gonna continue my life. I love fashion. I'll continue doing my things. Believe it or not, Lisa, I'm the most insecure I've been in my entire life. Like I've never had this body, and I'm just like I don't even know what to do with it. And so my journey is still my journey, and I will be sharing that if you want to come along come along if you don't want to then don't you don't you don't have to <laughs> you know so. so crazy right because it just I love this conversation because I hope people can read between the lines and 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 conclude like one of the biggest things I think we're saying without saying is you have no idea what anybody feels and you have no idea what's going on behind a screen I know I always say it but I feel like we need to fucking rem we need to always remember that because and even even with bodies, right? We judge people. We make we perceive people in a way. We make assumptions in a based mm -hmm. on what they look like yeah, or absolutely. whatever. And we think we know certain things, but at the end of the day, you have no fucking idea, right? No idea. And it's just a reminder to like lead with kindness always, because you just you just really don't know. And I think I also think it's so okay that you that you're like I don't know what to do in this body. Like I think that's fine. It's like you're in a you're in a new I don't want to say version of yourself, but you're in a new season. You're yeah. in a new season with yourself and with your body, and you're not sure how you feel about it, and yeah. that's okay. And that's okay. Totally okay. I don't need to have it figured out. I, no. I've been pretending that I have it figured out, and I don't want to do that anymore. And also, you were saying like to like the conclusion of I was what I was saying or what we were discussing. Also, I wanted to be of like you do you, like at the end of the day, you do you because you know in the other side when I was doing videos and I was a bigger girl, I received backlash. 
do you, do you think I didn't see the comments of you calling me a whale or saying that you're promoting things? Like, of course you receive backlash. And then in the other side, you receive backlash. So what is the answer? The answer is just you do you. You do you and the people that are like want to stick with that will stick with that. And then the rest really doesn't matter that much. I have a question. Do you, did you ever think about when you were, let's say two years ago, before you experienced the weight loss that you've experienced? Yeah. Did you ever think to yourself like, wow, like if I were skinnier, I would be X, Y, or Z? A thousand percent. And now you are there, right? So that's, that's a big thing that you're bringing. No, Isn't yeah. that crazy? I want to say even like the biggest thing that I, that I want to make clear is I loved my big body. I loved it. I enjoyed it so much. I had like partners that enjoyed it. Like I never really saw the big issue with it. But of course I grew up thinking, I would love, like, if I was skinny, then this wouldn't be a problem. Boys wouldn't be a problem. I would be fulfilled in in this way or in this other way. Of course, there's, I think we are almost wired to have those thoughts, you know? Like, if we are, like, bombarded with all of these things all the time, then, of of course, I always had that in the back of my mind, especially my, like, teenager self, you know? And now I'm here, and yeah it's not the answer to anything it's really not the answer to anything and and it's it's funny because I'm living this like parallel life with with my sister you know my sister's back Costa Rica we have very similar body types and like I had this like this big weight loss and she's you know in like her same weight and we've been like talking where it's crazy for her to even be living like this parallel life where I got, like I lost the weight and I'm just really the same. And and so it's been really, it's been fun. And I, I don't know if fun is the way, but just like mind blowing to also experience that with her and, and her being like, oh my God, like this very close person of me that have always shared the same issues have had like the result that we've always wanted. And I'm, I'm here deeply insecure, same issues, same life. Like it's, it's pretty insane. I asked you that because this was something that my therapist had to make me understand through a long time. was yeah because you know I, I rolled up to therapy and I was like okay so basically I have this eating disorder and I don't like it so I want you to help me get rid of it but I at the same time want to keep losing more weight like that's what I I really mm. thought she was going to help me do both right and every time I would like talk about it she was like it's not really going to work like that we can't really do both yeah. at the same time like and I just wouldn't I refused to accept that answer because in my mind, yeah. what was life without constantly being in the pursuit of thinness? Like there was nothing else in of my... Wa- of weight loss. Yeah, there was nothing else that was so important, yeah. right? So I was like, oh, you can't take that away yeah. from me. And I was like, but I still don't love myself. I still don't love my body. So after probably... It took me probably a year to accept that I wasn't going to be able to do both at the same time. And I was going to have to pick what do you want? Do you want to get rid of this? Or do you want to keep losing weight and keep going down this spiral? Right. And 
it was one day that was like a breakthrough moment for some reason. It was like just that one day that I finally, I had been listening to her, but I hadn't really heard what she was saying. And she was like, let me ask you something. When you were, this was like a few months into it and I was eating a little bit more. I wasn't working out that much. My body really never drastically changed more than probably 10 pounds of fluctuation. But in my head, it was so massive. Like that was such a huge change. So that was much. So, you yeah. know, right? Yeah. And yeah, so yeah, she yeah. was like, let me ask you something. She was like, when you were the fittest you've ever been, did you still feel the same way you're, you're, you feel right now where you're like, you know, I don't love my body enough. I don't want to date yet. I don't want to go to the beach yet. I don't want to wear this. I don't want to wear that. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. She was like, so how, what else do I need to, to ask you to, for you to understand that it's not about your body. If you felt that way when you were in your quote unquote best form, what makes you think it's going to be even five? Like what makes you think that's the answer? You know what I mean? Cause I was yeah. like, well, no, it, if only it would have been a little bit more. And she was like, that's, you're going to get to a little bit more and the goalpost is going to keep moving. And you're going to be like, nope, just a little bit more, just yeah. a little bit more. Cause it's not about the body. Like the things we have to work on right now. Yeah they're not about your body. It's not your, that's your scapegoat. And that's like what you're focusing on. Right. So yeah, that's why I wanted to ask you this because it's so crazy how we, we give ourselves these ideas, right. Where we're like, Oh, well, if I looked like this, then maybe this wouldn't matter. If I looked like this, then maybe that would have worked out. If I looked like this, then I would yeah. do this. And it's like, it's not how it fucking works. At least it wasn't for me, you know? No, it's not. It's not. And it wasn't for me either. So there's, I think there's a, a pattern here. And um, also, it made me a bit emotional, that story. Thank you for sharing. I I just, um, like, it was so close in your face and you couldn't even see it. And it's... Um, you know, it's... It's, it's crazy, I relate. Right? Like it's... it's I relate. Yeah. Yeah, it's just very, it's it's in, engraved in a way that we don't even, like, it's in, engraved in our fabric and, like, what we're made of, you know? And, and it's, so, it's so sad, but it's, like... I was telling a friend yesterday who, we were actually having lunch, so crazy that we're talking about this now, but we were having lunch, and I went to, I went on a trip with her this weekend, and, you know, we were eating and drinking, and I was enjoying my life, right? And yesterday, we were just talking about friendships and and the different versions of you that different people get to meet depending on where you are in your life. And I was telling her like, you know, I love that I have so many friends that I've known for so long. I think that's so special and it just feels like home. It feels like family, yeah. like whatever. Those are, those friendships are so special to me. However, I've made a few friends in the last year, I would say like when I was 29 and now 30 that are so special to me as well. It's, one is not more special than the other, but that are so special to me as well because I love the version of me that they met. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I feel like yeah, the other totally. ones have, they've seen like, they've seen the downs, the messy, seen, like, the messiness. They've yeah. seen the messiness. Yeah. And I mean, they have as well because there's always going to be messiness, but I love like the version that, that like I was telling her, her name is Anne. I was like, I love the version you got to meet. And we were talking about food a little bit. And I was like, you know, I, I love that I have to tell you about my issues with food. And like, I have to tell you the story. You don't know it. Like you don't know it. Cause you can't see it the way that it was so evident yeah. before. And she yeah. was like, yeah, it's so crazy to me. Like when you talk about it now and I'm like, it's, 
It's it's wild, like when you think about it, you know. Even like friendship changes. Oh, how far you've come! It's still, it's a work in progress. It's a work in progress, <laughs> but no, no, it no, but like, but like reward, Lisa. Like you've come so far. Yeah, no, you, like, for sure. For eating sure. disorder is something that dominates your life, you know, and, and like just kudos to you and and even like talking about it and making it. Um, yeah, like a known thing with your followers and yeah, if your podcast and everything, it just it helps more than you even think. It helps more like than you even like know or your brain can even comprehend. It really does. Um, so thank you for sharing that. Well, that's why I mean that's why I love what you do as well because like it's so not easy to talk about this shit yeah. or even like just I won't even I won't even do I want to do like outfit of the days <laughs> yeah. and things like that, but I'm like. I don't want to put my, I like, it's so it's vulnerable. Weird. It's vulnerable. I want to do it. And it's I'm vulnerable. Like, I don't even have the ball, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I'll get on a podcast and I'll tell you so much, but I won't. And I'll take pictures. I'll put, people can see what I yeah. look like. People can see what my body looks yeah. like. But for some reason, doing a video where I'm just like, I can't get myself to, that's on my oh, goal yeah. this year because I love, I love like fashion. I love those little videos, but I'm like, that makes me feel unsafe. You know what I mean? Like it makes me feel like not unsafe. Maybe that's not the right word, but uncomfortable. That's it. It's like exposed story. Yeah, 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 exposed. yeah. It is just so vulnerable. It is, it is so vulnerable that it's it's scary. It's scary, and it's also like, what if I fail? You know, the what if it doesn't get views? I'm here fully exposed. Like it's all these all those like thoughts that we all have. But if you don't do it, then you don't know. I can't believe what's in the other side. I know? can't believe like, we've been talking for 15 minutes because I feel like we just started. Like I yeah. cannot believe that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I wanna. I don't want to wrap it up, but we, we have to start wrapping it up. And I want to quickly talk about turning 30 since we both just turned 30. I want to know what you felt about turning 30 before you turned 30, and what you feel now being 30. I think we have all these like thoughts growing up of things we want to do and versions we want to achieve and things we we want. And it's always before I'm 30. It's always before I'm 30. So I had like wrapped up in like a subconscious way that when I'm 30, I had to like have things figured out money-wise and career-wise by 30 or partner-wise and baby-wise and like, you know, ha have things planned out. And I reached my 30s and I don't have anything figured out not financially I don't have a house I right now I don't even have a car um you know I I suddenly was like pictured as like this person that is an adult and has to have things figured out but I still feel like a kid and I didn't have anything figured out and my house is still a mess and I still don't even do the dishes when I'm supposed to so definitely there was like a like um distortion there of what I was expecting and what it really is now that I'm here I am loving it I'm really loving it I got to this place also where you know I, I, I had all those expectations and all those things like weighing me down and because of the, also this like traumatic event and and all of my my recent like story I definitely got to a point where I was like I'm cutting everything that doesn't matter. Like I'm I'm cutting all of 
the bullshit. I can't keep being in them like my new things. I can't keep repeating things. I can't keep being like, because my parents got divorced. I, I can't keep doing that. Like I closed definitely a book. Like I closed the book of my childhood. I have reviewed it. I've read it a thousand times. I have conclusions. I have pains. I have, I've highlighted. I've, I've done everything I can with that book but that book cannot be changed and I have already reviewed it a thousand times so it's closed and I closed it and it's always there and it's part of me and it's part of my fabric but it's not what it's dictating my life anymore and I have this new book where I I get to set the rules and I get to set what is important in this new book the other book, I didn't even start it. You know, you, you grow up in a family and they teach you what it is. This book, it's entirely mine. And that's why it's so scary and so disorienting. And that's why I'm like, oh, I'm naked in the middle of Times Square because it's like, I don't know how to start. I don't know what I care about. I don't know anything, which is also very exciting. And I think that's what you're like 30s or that's why everybody say like your 30s are so exciting because... 20s are messy. I've learned a bunch of things. I've categorized it. I've gone to therapy. I've reviewed it. And now I'm here. And I'm like, what do I get to take on in this new book? What do I want to? What do I want to invest? Where do I don't want to invest? And and I definitely feel like I let go of a lot of things. I, like I got more stable and more real with a bunch of things. I got into the idea of like, also being ordinary and, and like the cor- courage that takes to be an ordinary person in this world. I'm nothing special. I'm not the chosen one. I won't be, I'm just a human, same as you, same as everybody else. And so definitely a bunch of changes on how I view the world, but I, I'm loving my 30s. And it has been just a couple of months, but I'm, I felt the shift and I'm, absolutely loving them even though it's not what I expected to be when I was 10 it's way better it's way better I love this answer so much and I think especially as women and Hispanic women yeah and I'm sure and I know other cultures can relate right but there are certain things you think you have to do by a certain age. There are certain timelines that have either been given to us or that we've internalized for whatever reason. And I think that also goes along with expectations, right? Because you have these timelines and then you set this expectation for yourself. By 30, I'm going to do this. By 30, I'm going to be here. By 30, I'm going to X, Y, and Z. And I think expectations have never... Having like these expectations for myself, it's never resulted in something that is necessarily filling up my cup because usually things don't go exactly as planned and there's also a lot we can't control right so I've learned to it's not that I don't have expectations for myself but I also I'm just I just have I I I try to think of it more as like having intentions instead of like, I expect like this and this and this and this by this time and by this time and by this time. And I've said it multiple times. I sound like a broken record, but I don't, I think timelines are just absolute bullshit. I really just don't have a timeline for my life. I really don't. And I, I think losing my dad made me realize like, whoa, I'm 19. I never thought I would lose my dad at 19. Now I 
the, the timeline that I had for my life, it's gone. Like, I swear that was one of the blessings that came from that where I was like, this is no longer something I'm going to be doing. But anyway, I'm just rambling now. Um, it makes me so happy that you were nervous to, to turn 30 and now you're like, wow, this is actually amazing. And I don't know if this also happened to you, but I feel like it did where it's like, I also, I, I felt so, I was so excited to turn 30 because every time I talked about it, I would get flooded with dms of girls being like i'm so scared i don't want to like just like so much fear and i was like i want to show you that i'm not a, i'm not afraid because my mom just did never instill that in me i'm not afraid to turn 30 the only reason i get nervous is when someone is giving me this fear and obviously that's me like choosing to like internalize it but it's like i i hate that this is something that we've taught women right like it is it's just a binary thing and so I was so excited to turn 30, but I was also a little bit nervous. And now that I'm here, I'm like, I feel like like a pressure off because I feel like there was so much like built up like right before it. And now I'm like, I'm chilling. I'm here. I'm happy. I'm having so much fun. My life hasn't changed that much. Like it's like everything is fine. You know what I mean? Everything is going to be okay. Like I love that. Anyway. I love that. I think, no, no, you're not. I think it's very true. I just want to like highlight the piece of like, you know, women and expectations and like how we have to like hit certain things. And that was also a fear, like even physical, you know, like I'm, I was like, I'm so terrified of growing older and my wrinkles and my face. And, and even now I'm kind of like embracing it and just, you know, figure ways to like make up like just do new makeup and I don't know and and just I don't know make peace with what 30 should look like because what what is it what does 30 look like I, I, I don't know you know like we've we've been told it looks a certain way but I've actually seen and witnessed that it looks in 72 million different ways so what 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 does 30 has to look like you know so uh, I love it I think I think also a huge a huge part of all of this is it's it's what we tell ourselves, you know, because we can't control what has been societally implemented spoken yeah. for so long. We can't we can't control that. All we can control is how we want to look at something. So I choose to look at aging as a gift. And if I look at it as a gift, then I'm not going to be scared or pressured or nervous or you know all these things i'm just gonna be like wow i get yeah. a new day to do this thing how how cool like that's it yeah you know? i love that I, I love that it's like making peace with growing older because as we just as we started this podcast like change is the only thing that we know we know that our bodies change our physical appearance everything is gonna start changing and so white why, why fight with it when it's just gonna happen whether you fight it or not it's gonna happen exactly um okay well this has been amazing this was the fastest hour of my day it flew by <laughs> definitely definitely me like what too. how is an hour yeah, already i don't know um i love this so much thank you for being so vulnerable oh, thank, thank you, you for sharing so much um i feel like i know this is gonna be I know this is going to be so helpful, helpful for people and just everything you do is helpful for everybody. And I also was going to say, I forgot to say this, when you said you're just ordinary, you're definitely not ordinary. You're rare <laughs> you. and you're 
so special and I hope you, you. I, the only thing I want you to take from today is that, is that you're not ordinary. <laughs> you're you. literally anything but ordinary. I mean it. Thank you. I love that. I mean it. And, and I meant that, you know, like ordinary and, and like, we're all in the same boat. We're all human, but you're right. We're all in, in a way we are really all very, very unique. And that's the coolest thing you can be. So, Honestly. um, Thank you for having me. I adore everything that you do. I love seeing you like just all around. I also want to just bring something from like our last episode where I was like hearing you that you couldn't go to the pool or like wear a bikini or even post a photo of you in a bikini. And the other day I saw one and I was like, I am so <laughs> proud. Oh, I'm so proud of you. I really am. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm just, I'm really oh, happy crying. to see you grow. And- <laughs> <laughs> and you are doing amazing and just thank you for sharing that and you know when I saw it it just made me really really happy because I've been there and so good for you you're gonna make me cry <laughs> my god I have makeup on oh no but I, I know you get it it's like certain things where it's like yeah. if you've been through it you know so I know I know it hits yeah. you in a different way and that's why I also yeah. the things you do also hit me in a different way because I just like yeah like you understand it you know to a we know level, so. we know we know we know exactly it's like <laughs> we know if you, you know, know, you know. That we know that we all know yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. okay i love I this love so you, much love. thank you for having me I adore you and thank you so much for this it was so great